This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's music scene. I'm Brittany Nader. Many big-name rap artists, from Machine Gun Kelly to Bone Thugs and Harmony, call Cleveland home. This Saturday, Grammy Award-winning rapper Kid Cudi will host a festival in the Flats called Moon Man's Landing, celebrating his hometown of Cleveland with sets by Haim, Pusha T, Playboy Cardi, and more. On this week's Shuffle, I talk with rapper Chip the Ripper, aka King Chip, who's been on tour with Kid Cudi this summer and will perform at the festival Saturday. Chip grew up on Cleveland's east side and is out with new music. Don't interrupt me while I'm on the phone. Yeah, then go with the Neo and the Morpheus clothes. I barely pay attention, I got nothing more for these. I don't even open doors to the because the Model X opened up doors with the key. Can't even let a man with a spray tan understand these white seats on me. Uh, you probably won't like me if you don't like not having your way. You won't. You probably won't like me when the bill come and you gotta help pay. Putting in work for the summertime, y'all ain't gonna count me. There are several rap artists that have come out of the city who have gone on to do bigger and better things really outside of Ohio. Do you think there's a strong rap scene in Cleveland or or is there something about the environment that just kind of like nurtured that for you? Yeah, I, I think Cleveland definitely has a a really strong just not not only rap but but just music, you know, in general just being, you know, having having inspirations like, you know, um, the Rock Hall and you know, you have Bone Thugs and Harmony that, you know, come from my neighborhood who went on to be mega. I think that it's just something about the culture of Cleveland and it's just so creative, you know, clever. So um, I think it, it definitely transcends into the music as well. But yeah, Cleveland's got a bright future for, for up and coming rap artists for sure. I got I got my eye on a few. There's always, in, there always, there's always somebody new coming up too, you know. So um, yeah, definitely. I mean, another rapper out of Cleveland, of course, is Kid Cudi, who you've collaborated with many times and, and uh, have a pretty close working relationship with. So could you talk about that a little bit and, and your mutual appreciation for each other? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we're, we're actually on tour right now. You know, he's a friend before anything. Uh, actually, his, his mother was my music teacher way before we met when I was in middle school. I went to Roxborough. I didn't know anything about her personal life. She was just Miss Meskety, and she was like a mother figure to to me. She would even wait, you know, after school when my mom would come pick me up. She would just wait in the music wing with me, and she was just somebody that I, I'll never forget. And then, you know, it kind of went full circle when I got out of school and, you know, started actually living music for real. And like, you know, that's the only thing I do and it's my main thing. Ended up meeting Scott through a mutual friend. Yeah, the rest the rest was history. Um, uh, I think I had a show in Chicago and he was also out there. So I swung over to his his set and we met and um, and that was it. Yeah. The next time I seen him, he, he was he came came to my house and we were we were hanging out and that was it. You know, never looked back. So. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely. And you talked about being on tour together and I was kind of reading some of the uh, social media response from those shows when you came out. A lot of the times people weren't expecting you to be there. People were just yeah. going nuts. So could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, 
for the sake of uh, the element of surprise, I'm the only artist that that makes a guest appearance during his set. You know, we just want to kind of have people just kind of be caught off guard. So my name's not on the bill or anything. So when I come out, people are like, every city, it, it never gets old. And it's like, man, it's an uproar when I come out. It's like, it's really overwhelming, but it's, it's, it's super cool, you know, because they weren't expecting. A lot of people love the music that we have together and they, they just kind of caught off guard. It's, it's a great tour, a great tour. Yeah, that that's so fun. I mean, being in that crowd would be incredible. And you're coming back around to Cleveland, of course, for the festival on September 17th, um, which is really the first festival of its kind put on by Kid Cudi. So as a Clevelander, how do you feel about this kind of being part of that tour, but also a festival like this coming to your hometown? Yeah, I, I, I love just seeing things happen like this in Cleveland. We're going to be in the flats, which is really cool because I love that area right now. It's just it's just kind of just spiked. Just the, the vibe and the scene. I remember like coming down to the flats years ago, like Old River Road and like seeing it now compared to then, it just really makes my heart smile because it, only, it makes me want to kind of move back to Cleveland, honestly. <laughs> you know, I live, I live in Los Angeles right now, but you know, my heart's always in Cleveland. Yeah, that's pretty incredible to hear you say you want to move back to Cleveland because of the flats. <laughs> because yeah, kind of I mean, just, that was one of the things that just kind of made me, I don't know, it's like I want to be a part of it on its rise. And I think, mm-hmm. and I feel like I am. I, I mean, where, where you, you know, where you live doesn't really change who you are and where you're from and what you represent. You know, I'm always going to be Cleveland, you know, no matter what. But it is cool to, to kind of just be there. And, and see the transition and, and kind of be able to say, yeah, I was here. I've I, I, I seen it all. Absolutely. And, and I love hearing that. Um, what do you think it is about the flats that is perfect for this kind of resurgence? Because there's there's a couple different festivals that have happened in that area recently. So I'm just curious, uh, what is it that makes that area so special to you? You know what? I, I think it's just it's like the nucleus of all sides of Cleveland, you know, you have your east, west, you know, you got you got your south. And I think it's a place that it's like a meeting point for the camaraderie, I, I believe. Like, you know, whether it's sports or, or what have you, you know, just swinging around West 6 and going down, you know, St. Clair, down the hill there into the flats. Nothing like it. It's just, I don't know, it's just home for me. We are live. First energy stadium down here in Cleveland. And I'm standing right here in the door pounding is getting rowdy. I'm not talking about puppies, I'm talking about dogs. Big porking out here. Welcome to Cleveland. Well, speaking of Cleveland, I saw that you tweeted um, that you made a new song for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the name of the record is called Let's Go Cleveland. It's a war cry for the Cleveland Browns. It will be available by the home opener which is on the 18th. And I'll actually be in attendance at the home opener as well. Nice, okay. Road getting caught up in the fog. Little buddy, don't you know the Cleveland Browns defense don't play? Little buddy, don't you know the dog pound show up home or away? Packed house full of dogs and another pack of dogs at the gate. Packed house full of dogs, you're looking like a pile of steak and we ain't ate. Get him, go, get him. Let's go Cleveland. Get him, go, get him. Let's go Cleveland. Dog pound, we on fire. Uh, dog pound, we on fire. Get him, go, get him. 
Cleveland. Get him. Get him. Let's go Cleveland. Uh. Dog pound, we on fire. Uh. Dog pound, we on fire. You know, I want that to be something that gets played in all the Cleveland bars across the country. You know, I, I, when I'm in LA, I have my Cleveland bars, that, you know, Browns bars that I go to and watch the game and Cleveland people all the way, you know, in LA. And it's just like, man, it's a place called St. Felix. Yeah, I just can't wait to have this, have this song playing around, you know, just around all the all the, you know, Cleveland fans. Man. It's finna sound like a car crash and 11 pack of hungry dog. I've been rapping Cleveland Browns way before a lot of y'all was even born. When the sports bars start making a lot of noise, that's how you know we scoring. We done showed up in your town, we done got a dub for the pound. From the 30 to the 20 to the 10, yeah, touchdown Brown. Get him, go, get him, let's go Cleveland, get him. Well, of course, we want to talk about your new album, Bonfire. It's uh, your nice. first full length. Uh, you've done it in a handful of years with some mixtapes kind of sprinkled in in between. But could you tell me more about um, working with Lex Luger and, and putting this album together? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, Lex Luger is a super talented, amazing producer. He's got some really cool accolades and he's got his own sound that, that just some say he's the pioneer of that of that kind of music. But uh, yeah, we came together and we decided to make an album after reflecting on a couple songs that we've done in the past. And uh, we just got to work. And I wanted to call it Bonfire because I felt like it was a time to just kind of, you know, fellowship and, and just kind of bring it in and around, around the fire. And I, I looked up the definition of a bonfire and it was pretty much saying that it was like a, a celebration and burning of waste or, or, or things that are, are not useful or, or that are that are slowing us down in a way. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, you just kind of use the fire to to kind of, you know, cleanse the, the old way. I, I, you know, and I did more research. It's kind of like tribal bonfires. They, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is perfect for this time, you know, chapter in my life. So I, was, I just named it bonfire. I think I'm a perfect candidate for psilocybin. I've been microdosing, now I'm really vibing. I put one foot in that water, now I'm really diving. I roll up with my car driving, and it's really driving. Ayy, and I'm flowing through life. Ay, feeling really good, flowing through life. Ayy, I think I'm a perfect candidate for psilocybin. Ayy, I've been microdosing, now I'm really vibing. So I have to ask, on Bonfire, you have a song with Chip the Ripper and King Chip both of whom are you so what's the differentiation yeah. between the two the two names well my name originally comes from you know just the people of cleveland when i was when i was a kid i would go to it was west 17th in detroit i want to say i can't remember what the name of the place was called but they did they held an event called spitboxing and that was pretty hmm. much like battle rapping for for local aspiring artists to come and just battle against another artist and display their skill set against another one on the spot with a beat that they didn't expect to hear and just kind of it was like a competition and um i would go i would i would go you know i would do a really a, a really good job to say the least and i didn't have a rap name i was just chip because my dad's name you know was big chip i was little chip comes from charles so and then you know like if you keep coming in here you know destroying like this we're gonna have to start calling you like chip the ripper or something 
you come in here ripping everybody in half. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, whatever. You call me whatever you want, you know. And so that it was just kind of like it, my name just kind of came from there. There was a the host. His name is Suave Gotti, and he's the one that gave me my name, Chip the Ripper. And then you know, as, as my career went on, years and years, I stepped into new space in my life, and I you know made new discoveries and transitions, and you know move into. California, LeBron going to Miami, which is a good friend of mine. LeBron, shout out to LeBron and Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, he took his talents to South Beach. And um, I would hear fans saying, it's, it's sad that we lost King James, but we still got King Chip, which is something I would just keep, I kept seeing at that time. And I'm like, that's got a ring to it. I like that. <laughs> at the same time, I was making a lot of discoveries about myself and, and my family. I was able to to get with like a, a a genealogist is what they're called and mm-hmm. and um I made a discovery that my family were were here they're pre-colonial to to America on both sides of my family mm-hmm. so there there are you know there's a lot of Indian tribes that we come from hmm. and um it just when I when I discovered this and because I was kind of under the impression that um if if you're if you're so-called black then you come from Africa, mm-hmm. and 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 I discovered that that's not that's not that's not really true. There's a lot of people that look like me that were just always here, mm-hmm. and um, I, I did research about a, a guy named King Blue who's and so and so so many other things that just kind of made me respect America way more, respect myself way more, and respect other people that look like me, and just just everything. Just it just gave me so much power and positive positivity because it kind of filled a void for me in terms of who I was and I wanted everybody to feel this and I wanted to set the example. So I referred to people as, as King and Queen. And, and I also, you know, had myself as King Chip. The the downside to this is that when, when, when something is birthed in the creative space, it, it, can, it can never die. It's always on record. It's always on file. So no one explained that to me. So Chip the Ripper just, he's invincible, you know, he's immortal. But when when fans search my music, like let's say if I drop Bonfire, if I don't have if it, if Chip the Ripper doesn't have King Chip a part of it, then when people search King Chip, Bonfire doesn't come up at all. Mm-hmm. So the distributor kind of gave me a tip. He was like, "You got it. You got to have. You have to associate both names somehow if you want people to be able to find it." So I'm like, "Well, why don't I just have myself feature myself?" I mean, you're putting out bangers under both names, so. Who can complain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you know, we're obviously very excited for this festival, but uh, what else do you have coming up? So I have a lot of music. I have like a monsoon of music. I have hundreds of unreleased songs. The reason why I have so many without having them being released is because I wanted to do it the right way. And I wanted to show the growth and evolution on how I even deliver and administer the music to the fans. And I was able to kind of get that going. So now I came up with a formula where I'm going to release like maybe like four singles that lead up to the album. Mm-hmm. And um, the next album that I'm releasing is going to be called Charles Worth, which is my real name. Yeah, well, that's cool. Everything you have d- coming down the pipeline sounds amazing. So I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I also have um, 
a YouTube experience. It was called the King Chip Experience. So I was able to find a really cool pair of sunglasses that record for an hour, audio and video. And when I wear these glasses, they capture a first person view of, of this of a lot of the things that happened in my life, which is something that we don't really get to see. When, when an artist goes on stage, we don't get to see what he sees unless there's a cell phone involved. But it's really cool because it gets in places that cameras can't really get. So it's all natural and it's all real interactions and real, you know, just real situations. This is real. This is my real life. Is there anything else you wanted to say to the people of Cleveland before you you head this way pretty soon? Oh, yeah. yeah Cleveland, get ready. Get ready. And um, I can't wait to see you all and just give all the daps and hugs. And, um, you know, every time I'm in Cleveland, I'm, I'm at home and I just can't wait to come back you know, and party with the fans. It's been it's been too long. This will be my first time performing in Cleveland since um, everything happened with the with the whole shutdown and everything. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you for, ha- for having me. You know, I appreciate, appreciate being a part of everything. I had Dolphin tighten up all y'all as I cash out 100 bucks. Working on IPO, that's different though. Yeah, what's up with it? That's Chip the Ripper, who also records as King Chip. He'll perform at the Moonman's Landing Festival, taking place on the West Bank of the Flats, Saturday, starting at 2 p.m. You can find links and more at ideastream.org shuffle. Shuffle is your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's music scene. I'm Brittany Nader, Idea Stream Public Media. Too easy if you ain't just see that you won't believe me. Damn, hold on. I done went so hard with this shit, they done put it on TV. She the number one athlete, QB. Couple of the girls had a bench on. Hold on, put them in detention. Hold on, act like I ain't see her mention. Hold on, she on the